0: made known by the message of an angel, may, by his passion and cross, be brought to the glory of his resurrection through the same Christ our Lord. Amen. Thanks for
1: listening to KATH 910 AM, Frisco, Dallas, Fort Worth. Catholic Radio for your soul in North Texas on the Guadalupe Radio Network. Heard also at grnonline.com and on your smartphone. Live from the KATH 910 AM studios in Las Colinas and broadcasting across North Texas on the Guadalupe Radio Network, this is the Good News Show.
0: Good afternoon. Welcome to the Good News Show here on the KTH 910 AM Guadalupe Radio Network. It is April 11th, 2022. And, uh, the next hour we are live and we're going to be talking about some cool things going on, uh, here in North Texas. We've got the regular second Monday of the month CPLC segment of the Good News Show. And so, uh, from what I understand, I think, I know it's going to be Jerilyn Kaminsky, their, uh, executive director. I think Annette Kearns may be coming in. Uh, they're probably driving and listening right now and saying, yeah, we're coming. And they're also bringing the, uh, chairs of their April 30th event, uh, which is going to be the big Bishop's Pro-Life Dinner. Sue and Tom Chambers will be guests in studio, so it's going to be a busy, busy studio here in a few minutes. Uh, before that, we've got Terry Barber, one of the speakers of the North Texas Catholic Men's Conference, uh, coming on uh, via phone in about 10 minutes, at about 10 after, and he's going to talk about his talk. Uh, Father Edwin Leonard and Annie Hickman and Dave Moore are also going to be uh, at the at that event, uh, Dave's going to be at both events. Dave's going to be at the uh, men's conference in the morning and afternoon, and also at the CPLC event in the evening. And
2: also, I think he's going to be at the Young Catholic Professionals event that weekend too. So he's a busy wow, man.
0: Man, that, that's pretty amazing awesome most I mean,
3: wanted or M-
2: mvp <laughs> yeah exactly yeah, VIP. yeah
0: I, i'm gosh so so three events yeah you, i mean
2: if he ever's having a down day he can just remember that time when three different groups wanted him <laughs> for the same weekend you're you know? wanted you're, you're love wanted. you're love dave
0: moore yeah i wish him and see if he can like come and do something for the the radio station that weekend you know just uh I don't know. Why not? You know, he seems to be... Uh, we should just
2: say, like, hey, do you want to just come to the studio and perform for us? <laughs> <laughs> Can you fit it in between, can't, like, can't those two of Can't pay you, but
0: we'd really appreciate it. He, he has his own CDs, right? Oh, yeah, I think, yeah. Yeah. And knowing Dave, he probably would. He's, he's such, oh, a, he's honey, such he's a nice a lovely guy. Man, know, yeah. Good guy. So, anyways, welcome, everybody. It is Holy Week. Woo! All right. It seems like it's taken for a long time to get here. Yes, it has. That was... Uh, gosh, Ash Wednesday. I, I was ready for Ash Wednesday for a long time. It finally came, and now here, Holy Week has uh, come upon us, and last week, we grew Graded ourselves, or two weeks ago, graded ourselves for Lent. Yes, we did. And uh, Sissel had the best grade. <laughs> Braggart. For I had that the up. worst. You know,
2: I changed it after the fact because this is what happens when you go first. <laughs> it's okay.
0: I mean, you don't want false, you know, humility. I mean, no, if you're doing true. well, then you know, that's true. Flaunt it. Mm-hmm. Uh, so now we are in Holy Week, and uh, uh, so much going on. We're going to talk about our own kind of traditions and what we like to do during Holy Week as well. And, uh, let's see, then we're going to talk a little bit about the Summer Speaker Series event, and I want to tell you about a married couples uh, weekend that's coming up at the end of this month as well. So, lots, lots to talk about. Cecil Anderson and Diane Xavier, you've already heard both of their voices. How are you all doing? Great.
3: Yeah. I can't wait for this week to get started. With uh, What is it? Uh, the Passion of the Lord this Thursday?
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, Thursday's a big day. That's Holy the institution Thursday. of the the priesthood and yes. the Eucharist all in one day. And uh, of course, Good Friday. You know, it's uh, every single year I get confused about, like when does Lent end? And and I always get different answers. Yeah, so when world. does Lent end, in your opinion? Like if you were giving stuff up, uh, like so when, when do you stop doing that?
2: I, based on like what I've talked with my priest about, because he always jokes that as soon as the vigil mass is over, he goes and gets like his favorite ice cream. Yeah. And so I consider after the vigil mass on Saturday, really? Holy Saturday, okay. to be the end of um, Lent.
0: Yeah, because yeah. I, I thought the Triduum was its own liturgical See, season.
2: And that confuses everybody. But the thing is, but you have a fasting day in the middle of that, so it feels yeah. weird to like go back to the things you gave up on a fasting day. <laughs> like, ah, ice
1: cream, ice cream. <laughs>
2: like you're allowed that, you know, your one meal, and you eat ice cream. That would be a little weird. Yeah, <laughs> so, yeah. Because
0: if you count the forty days of Lent and you take out Sundays, mm-hmm. when does it end? I, I think it ends probably Good Friday. Or, I guess or, so. I, I don't know. I mean,
2: yeah. And the thing is, is my mom. I remember who wasn't raised very Catholic at all. She said that for them though, traditionally they would fast from uh, holy thursday through a holy saturday oh, yeah
0: yeah that was like a, like they, a fasting yes season. it was a fasting so it's season. like lent ends and basically then from like the game. moment that
2: jesus is arrested kind of idea right, or, yeah. or maybe it was when he was i can't remember which when it started but um yeah
0: i think it seems a little odd to be like feasting during right. the triduum because it's, it's a like, very solemn period
2: that's why i've always like just kept it until yeah. after i've you know gone to the vigil mass or something
0: right like that, yeah. right okay all right maybe they just say hey do whatever you you know because <laughs> we're making up our own rules anyways for that kind of stuff I that's mean, true you don't have to give anything for lent right so mm-hmm. we'll, uh all right so oh, well and, and, i just yeah, want to say
3: that this friday in the F- diocese of fort worth bishop michael Olson. And um, is having a rosary for life in front of the Planned Parenthood.
0: Yeah, they, they do South, that every year. By yeah. Harris Hospital. Yeah, I I always go to that. We we've done it for many years now uh, out in front of the uh, the Planned Parenthood out there. Um, by, by Harris Hospital. Yeah, by the big Harris Hospital. So I plan on doing that. And I also saw, and I, I don't want to steal any of their thunder because the ladies from the CPLC are going to come in here uh, shortly. But they are having an event on Good Friday as well. Southwestern Abortion Facility. In, uh, on Greenville Avenue in Dallas, 12 o'clock this Friday, and, uh, they're gonna have, uh, um, Stations
3: of the Cross. Right?
0: Yeah, uh, Father An- Ambrose Strong from the Cistercian Abbey is gonna lead, uh, lead them in praying, pro life Stations of the Cross, Chapel of Divine Mercy. Uh, all kinds of stuff going on, so that that's uh, so. Whether you're in Dallas or Fort Worth Diocese, there's something going on noon on on Friday as well. Any uh, other than kind of the, the the regular liturgies? Anything you do during the the Triduum or Holy Week uh, special? Sisal.
2: Um, I think the only thing is really is uh, I've gone to the vigil mass most years since coming into the church, in which is going to be six years ago this Easter, and uh, so I usually go to the vigil mass. So I'm very excited to attend that again, and then afterwards because it's kind of like you know that's why I. Why I also, I say, like, you know, that's when, like, you know, officially, you know, over with Lent and stuff like that. We usually would go, my uh, family and I and our good friends would go out to eat. But it's been a bit of troubling recently. We've had a lot of funny experiences, like being stuck at Denny's until 3 a.m. after the vigil mass, <laughs>
0: Waiting for a server. Waiting for a server. Because yeah. there was,
2: like, it, um, it, so we basically, this year we determined we're instead going to come over to our house. Yeah. And make pancakes ourselves and have, like, that kind of, you know, post-vigil. Yeah. Um, you know celebration yeah, you gotta celebration. really, cel- yeah, you gotta you really go, celebrate you wanna celebrate because it, yeah. it, otherwise it's really easy after the vigil especially because it's so you know it's long you just yeah. don't wanna go straight to bed but you're like you know you just celebrated Christ is risen So yeah. but It'll, you
3: know it, yeah. it's three hours but it goes by so fast because of all the different like, there's lots of things languages to- spoken mm-hmm. you can go to the vigil The way?
0: The vigil? Are you going to go? I'm going to try
3: to, yes. I have been several times in the past. Little
0: advice. Different parents. Uh, Little advice. Uh, do it a lot while you're single. Uh, because when you, when you start having kids. It's hard. It's, it's a lot harder. In fact, (laughs) yeah, we, yeah, we aren't able typically to go to the vigil because of our, 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 our son. And uh, and e- e- even even like nighttime, like the liturgies at our parish are like seven seven thirty on Thursday and Friday. Yeah, and, and they can uh, be long too. Well, yeah, f- like one of us goes and one stays home, yeah. and so uh, I'm, I'm telling you. And wait. then
3: the next day, people get up and go to Easter Mass yeah. on
0: Sunday. Yeah, right, right. Day. Yeah, some people do uh, both. Right, and the so, Friday,
2: the Good Friday service is also quite long if you're doing the veneration of the cross oh, yeah. and communion. And usually, a lot of people come to that because a lot of people have the day off, which is beautiful. But uh, we we definitely I've forgotten in the past how long yeah. that goes. And We almost missed... Kind of like Palm
0: Sunday reading the gospel yesterday. You you can show up
2: and you're like, this, you know, this is a little heftier <laughs> than usual.
0: <laughs> at, our, at our parish yesterday, they were singing uh, the, oh, yeah. the gospel. Oh yeah, beautiful! And it was a long, but it takes yeah. A long time. But but they also had a shorter version of it. Mm. It was only really about three pages. I mean, it's still a long, but sure. it, but I, when they started singing, I was like, wow, this is going to go on for like an hour <laughs> and a half. I mean, gonna this is going to be, gonna be on for a bit. while. <laughs> All right, so uh, hope everybody has a wonderful, beautiful Holy Week. And uh, I want to talk uh, before we get uh, Terry barbara on the line. Uh, a few events coming up. Uh, please, please, please uh, save the date. July 21st uh, is going to be our Summer Speaker Series event, and that's going to be with Bishop Joseph Strickland. Uh, where is it going to be, Cecil, this year?
2: <laughs> Silence, crickets, crickets, crickets. I, it was so funny because I spaced out for a second, and I, and then I, you were asking me a question, and I suddenly was like, "Wait, I don't actually have an answer to this question. I didn't miss anything." Yeah, we're we're, we're, we're down
0: to two venues, mm-hmm. uh, but uh, we'll leave it a secret. But uh, just for now, just say, "Hey, we're we're going to go, and it's going to be in the Metroplex." Of course, we're not going to like move it to you know, uh, like <laughs> oh. far away. That that probably wouldn't be a good marketing technique. <laughs> uh, so I think we uh, keep buses. hopefully, within the next week, we'll know. And uh, if you want to be a sponsor of the event or you want to, uh, you know, tickets aren't on sale yet, but just uh, going to be the evening of Thursday, July 21st. So we're very excited about that. And uh, also, there's a married couples weekend I wanted to tell you about that's going to be at the uh, Nazareth Retreat Center. Uh, uh, Julie and uh, Julie Alexander. Uh, is going to, and, and Greg Alexander, her husband from the Alexander House Apostolate in San Antonio, are going to be there, uh, leading the, the retreat and the conference. Uh, what are they? Yeah, they call it a, a, a married couple's retreat, April 29th to May 1st, uh, at the Nazareth Retreat Center in Grand Prairie. And, uh, this is a great opportunity to strengthen your marriage because it's just like you always can think of something else to do, especially if your marriage is not in like really bad shape. But, uh, boy, I tell you, I'd love to do this. This would Mm. be great, you know. But uh, if you want to sign up, uh, again, Greg and Julia Alexander are just outstanding. You can go to uh, info at nazarethretreats.org, info at nazarethretreats.org, or you also can call them, 469-233-5547. Yes, um, they're
3: great. I, Greg and Julia Alexander, when I was at Texas A&M St. Mary's, they spoke to students there. Oh, they awesome. brought Mary Beth Bonacci oh, yeah. for a conference, and you know they're very involved in chastity and saving their marriage. Greg and Julie had their own story and testimony. Oh how yeah. Almost yeah, yeah, almost got divorced. Yeah, almost got divorced, and they now they're helping in the
2: door other door, couples. Too, so we'll be talking to them shortly. Greg
0: and Julie Alexander? No, no, no. Sorry, oh. I was, <laughs> I was like, that, That'd be interesting.
2: Yeah, my bad. No, I was saying the CPLC folks walked in oh, the door. Okay.
0: Oh, okay. Okay. <laughs> like, as soon as we start no, talking about something, hey, there's Dave Moore. What do Yay, you know? Hey, hey, uh, Pope Francis. <laughs> Who knows? <laughs> oh, that was uh, Yeah, funny. so yeah, the CPLC B- uh, folks are going to be on here in a little while. And uh, let's see. What else? Um, we got a live remote this Wednesday, 4 uh, o'clock, from the Montserrat Jesuit Retreat House. And Father Joe Tedlow, longtime time Jesuit uh, priest over there, do you remember when he came in and did those Montserrat Minutes?
3: Oh, yeah. Yes, that, I remember that. Yes.
0: And, and and I was in an email conversation with him, and he remembered that. And he said, oh, yeah, those Montserrat Minutes. That was a long time ago. That's like the early, yeah, maybe year or two of our of our station. Oh, wow. Back in 2007, 2008, mm-hmm. maybe. Uh, and so we're going to do a live remote out there. And this
3: Wednesday, right? Yeah,
0: this Wednesday, uh, 4 o'clock to 5 o'clock from the, the retreat center. It's beautiful out there.
3: Oh, I bet.
0: Yeah. You've not been?
3: No, I haven't. I'd like to go. We had
0: a we had a retreat out there. I mean. was
3: out, but uh, then.
0: Oh, okay. Because yeah, we had a silent retreat. Uh, get, get a bunch of radio people to do a silent retreat. <laughs> I mean, imagine that. Uh, all right, so that's the show. You got anything else? Any events you want to talk about, Diane, or anything well, else? Well, A lot on the of radar?
3: upcoming events in April. Vera Aqua Vera vida. Well, that's in early May.
0: Yeah, they're, they're holding speakeasy, a speakeasy. Uh, the speakeasy. Night of the speakeasy. Night
3: of the speakeasy. Catholic Charities Fort Worth is holding an uh, empowerment conference for ladies. On the 28th, I believe,
0: or 29th. All right. Uh, Yeah, there's a lot going on. And uh, people are so eager to get out. I mean, it almost seems uh, like a long time ago when there weren't events. Now that there have been regular events for a while, you know, it's like...
2: I know, you kind of forgot that, like, some of these events, you're like, man, it seems like it's been a minute since we've had these events, but then you're like... Wow, it was two years ago that sometimes yeah. that's the last time and, these big events had happened.
3: And in this market, everybody held it at the same time. Yes, they did. I know. <laughs> I
0: know. We're, we're, we're gonna look back at that like year and a half, two year period of. Uh, it's just like that was weird. I mean, you know, just like no, nobody was having events. Everybody was, you know, social distancing and all that. But thanks be to God, that's over. hope it doesn't come back. All right, let's talk about the North Texas Catholic Men's Conference. Uh, I just, I, I, I just love. These guys, I love what they do. I've been involved with this. I've been to every single one of their men's conference, except for one. I got sick a few years ago. I was supposed <laughs> to MC it, and I, I got sick. Uh, but they also have a fall event, the Expertus event, every fall. Uh, this year's event is going to be on Saturday, April 30th. Uh, it's in the, the morning to, like, you know, or I think early afternoon hours. And uh, they've got a great lineup of speakers, Annie Hickman, uh, Father Edwin Leonard, who is the pastor of St. Anne's Parish in Capel. Uh, Dave Moore is going to be there, as we mentioned a moment ago. And also Terry Barber. Uh, you hear him every Friday at noon because he hosts the Bishop Strickland Hour. And uh, he is, he joins us via phone to talk about uh, himself, this conference, the theme. And so Terry Barber, how you doing? Good morning to you. Good afternoon to us. How are Dave, you uh, I'm, out, out I'm, there in California?
4: Thank you. I'm, bl- I'm blessed. I'm blessed by the best, Dave.
0: Doing well. <laughs> good, good. You know, you're one of the, the very familiar voices uh, on Catholic radio. You and Jesse Romero. You've been doing this for a long sure. time, haven't you? When, when did When did you first get into to, to radio?
4: Well, it was in 1988. Uh, I was trying to help. We only had four Catholic stations in the entire country, and so we had bought airtime in Los Angeles and worked with Doug Sherman from. Oh, company he, he called, um, um, it was uh, not relevant radio, was, Immaculate, uh, Heart. Uh, Immaculate Heart Radio, yeah. I couldn't even remember, that's when we started, I think he started that in the early 90s, and so uh, yeah, I've been involved with helping other Catholic stations go on and help get a station in Los Angeles for Immaculate Heart years ago that reaches like 12 million people, so we're, i am kind of in the background, but I do do a show, as uh, you know, with uh, Bishop Strickland and Jesse Romero, and the Virgin Most Powerful Radio, so we just are having a great time. But I'm excited, Dave, about the 11th Annual North Texas Catholic Men's Conference, because anytime time I can talk to men to help them become better evangelists, I, I want to be there.
0: Yeah. The theme is Perseverance and Faith. Uh, and again, as I mentioned, St. Anne's yep. Parish in Capel. I don't know if you've been to St. Anne's before, Terry, but it's a big, big uh, parish. And uh, I had the, the gentleman 100. in studio uh, a few weeks ago, and I, I think they can hold a thousand men. That's the goal, you know. I don't know that they've had a thousand. They've gotten close to that wow. before, so we're hoping to fill up St. Anne's. And of course, I mentioned the other speakers as well. Perseverance and faith. I tell you that that's a that's a very needed, uh, you know, kind of virtue and quality these days, because there's there's a lot of reasons to kind of get down and get to discourse. Gruntled, but uh, man we just got to persevere don't we
4: we do and one thing i'll share that's going to be in part of my talk but those who are listening will get it if you don't ask jesus christ for more faith every single day you will not persevere in faith and so i would recommend all the listeners right now make it a practice to ask jesus for stronger faith every day
0: And do you have a title for your talk yet, or uh, you gave us a little bit of a preview there, at least about one thing you're going to say. Well, what, what is going to be the focus that you're going to talk about uh, on the 30th? The, yeah,
4: The focus is, is, is perseverance in the faith. That's, that's what I'm going to be doing. And how do we persevere? By living the faith. Because it's hard to persevere something that you're not living. So I'm going to really push on that. Yeah. That's where I'm going, Dave.
0: And uh, I know that in listening to you on Fridays with Bishop Strickland mm-hmm. and uh, you know gosh, Bishop Strickland's awesome. In fact, he's going to be the speaker at our summer speaker series event <laughs> on July 21st, but uh you oh, know, man. you you seem like the kind of guy, you know, we all have up days and down down days, but you always seem to be excited yeah. about the faith. You know, you always seem to be like 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 you be, <laughs> you became a Catholic yesterday. How how do you how do you keep that enthusiasm? Uh, and, and just uh, love of your faith, you know, despite all that we've been through the last, gosh, few, a number of years in, in, in the Church?
4: Well, great great question, Dave. I just go back to the Eucharist, source and summit of the Christian faith. I've been going to daily Mass since I'm 14. I'm now 65. I try to make a daily holy hour every single day of my life here at our chapel. Uh, I'm blessed because we have the Blessed Sacrament on our campus. And uh, that, to me, helps me fall in love over and over again, uh, his presence. And I believe that the grace has come. It was Bishop Sheen who taught me that when I was a teenager. And I think, you know, I think I shared with you, I went to Fulton Sheen's funeral 42 years ago as a young man. He's the one who influenced me the most in my faith. And I would encourage all listeners he listen
0: to anything by Bishop Shane. Yeah, gosh, and I just love the way, just his style and his faithfulness and his, uh, mm-hmm. just an amazing speaker. Yep. You know, this is going to be a gathering of, who knows, you know, six, seven, eight hundred, maybe a thousand men. Uh, Terry, what, what do you find, you know, as you talk to men, what are the unique needs and struggles? You know, men have all, you know, we, we're all wounded and we, you know, uh, we got concupiscence and temptations and all that. And that's kind of universal. It's always been that way. But what about in 2022? What, what's going on in men's lives that you think it's, it's important for them to be there in the 30th? What, what, what's, what's, what's your take on the situation with men's spirituality right now?
4: Yeah, great. You got it. I continue to say the custody of the eyes. What do you meditate on? Do you meditate on worldly things or supernatural things? And so men need to replace their meditation with the meditation of Christ rather than of the world. And this is something that men have had a problem with since uh, the original sin. And how do we replace that? By making an act of the will to say I'm going to follow Christ in all aspects of my faith And that might mean being politically incorrect at work when a joke's come along or someone's sharing, uh, pornography to me. You gotta stand up for Jesus. It's the, it's the stand up for Jesus moment for all men today. Yeah. What
0: about uh you know prayer life you mentioned about the the daily adoration. I, I think that yeah, you know just speaking sure. personally that that is the hardest thing to get into oh, the yeah. habit of to just maintain it. I heard a a talk uh, we, I watched with my family uh last night. Uh, Father John Anthony, he's a CFR mm-hmm. out of New York and he said, "Man, in these days right. one one rosary ain't enough." He said, "You got to pray three rosaries a day." <laughs> you know. Uh and, <laughs> and, and uh, it, it just the, the need for prayer, but it's so hard to do. What, what's what's your uh, your your secret or your advice for just to
4: maintain that well, good prayer I, life? I, I'm going to make a Cardinal Seurat wrote a book on that topic for married couples. Go, go to Ignatius Press to get. It. I get nothing out of doing that, but I'm doing a, a, a conference on this for a women's for a, a marriage conference. He's got he basically teaches people how to pray through reading the Bible as couples, mm-hmm. and I believe that. That's very important for men. If they don't know their Bible, then they're, you're, you're losing it, and you need to know Old and New Testament. So I, you got to dig deep into God's Word, and that's what I would encourage men, because once they find out what that is and they have that relationship with Christ, they're on fire. That's the key, though. Get them to know that personal relationship with Christ,
0: and the sacraments. Yeah, you know, I was talking to the guys organizing this conference, and they said uh, I may have my numbers a little bit mixed up, but uh, I think they said about sixty, seventy percent of the guys sign up in the last, you know, two weeks before the conference. You know, we 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 men, we we just we wait. Oh, yeah. You know, this this conference. I mean, what today's today's the eleventh, so it's still what 19, 19 days away. But so the guys out there listening right now. Uh, the advantage of being present at something like this, not only for themselves, but for other men. Speak to that and just say, hey, get on the computer today and sign up, uh, CatholicBrothersForChrist.com, and get your tickets and just plan on being there. What would your advice be?
4: Well, my advice would be, don't hesitate. He who hesitates is lost. Get Because when you go to this conference, you're going to meet other men who are like-minded in the faith, and you need that. You're going to build relationships for a lifetime by going to this conference. Whether it's one or two good men that you meet, you you exchange phone numbers, email addresses, and that's going to help you stay close to Jesus because Don Bosco said it well. He said, show me your friends and I'll tell you who you are. So that's why you need friends who want to know and love Jesus because it's hard to live the faith when you have friends that are secular. So you need to build relationships with men who want to know and love Jesus, and that's what you're going to get when you go to the conference. So don't hesitate. Do it now. Get online. Type it in. And you You know what I'll do? If you do this today, I'm on the honor system. You come up to me. I'll give you a, a CD or I'll give you something to give as a gift. If you told me, Terry, after listening to this interview, I signed up on the spot. What can you give me? And I'll get, you, I'll get you, I'll tell you what I'll do. I'll get you a cheat sheet with about 180 biblical verses for you to look up to defend your faith. I'll bring those with me and that'll be my gift. If you sign up, And we're on the honor system, Dave. They say they did it. It's a done deal. I'll give them that. It's just a $10 value, but hey, I'm willing to give it to you by signing up today.
0: All right. Uh, sign up anytime today. And then when you're at the conference, uh, yep. North Texas got the men's conference yep. Saturday, April 30th, uh, walk up to Terry and yep. say, Hey, I was listening to the good news show with you and Palmer. And, uh, right. I signed up that day and you can get it. <laughs> All right. Uh, CatholicBrothersforChrist.com. Catholic brothers right. for Catholic Terry Barber is my guest and, uh, he is the host, among other things of the, uh, Bishop Strickland hour every Friday at uh, noon. Uh, Dave Moore is going to be there. A uh, uh, wonderful, wonderful musician and singer, and, uh, Father Edwin Leonard, the pastor of, of St. Anne's Capel, will be speaking, will be there, and Annie Hickman. You know, uh, Terry, I, I don't know how familiar you are with Annie Hickman. I know the name, uh, I'm not. uh do you, do you, do you, do, do yeah, so you, tell Yeah, no, I don't, I, I'm not sure either. I, I've, I've, I've heard of him. I think he's, he's, uh, works a lot with young people.
4: Good, good. We need more guys like that. I'm all, All for it, but I'm looking forward to meeting. And for me, I'm going to be there. I'm going to meet all these men, too, and I'm sure we're going to be able to collaborate in the future. It's called networking on a natural level, but on the supernatural level, it's meeting Good men who help you fall deep in love with Jesus, and that's what we need today.
0: Yeah, Terry. You know the the opposite. You know the, the theme is perseverance in faith. The opposite of that, I think, would be quit yeah. quitting the faith, walking away. I I have a very very close mm-hmm. friend of mine who I it seems like every couple of months I get into a text conversation because he'll text me and he'll say, "Man, I'm done. I'm out." You know, mm-hmm. I, I just heard this comment from Pope Francis, mm-hmm. or I, you know, the, the the church is teaching all their change that they're changing all their teachings, and I'm I'm out of here. And I I got to kind of sure. talk, talk him off the cliff uh, do, do you do you encounter that do you see discouragement Do you see people that are like you yeah. know what i'm i'm, I'm out of here well what, what's yeah well, tell tell us about that what do you ta- tell people
4: well I, I get that all yeah dave that's such a great question you're a good man what i tell people is i say every time who are you worshiping look at that crucifix it's jesus christ it's not the priest it's not the bishop it's not even pope francis what you want to do is every time you hear something on the faith look in your catechism Make sure everything is there, because that's what St. John Paul II gave us in the early 90s. It's a sure norm for the faith. And so when you hear things that supposedly the Pope said or he said, it, part of mine is weigh it in with what the perennial teachings of the church are and always go with that. And so don't feel, I mean, it's an excuse for people to say, oh, the just, there's scandal in the church. I don't want to be part of that church. I say, knock it off. Get down on your knees and get that relationship with Jesus Christ And know that the perennial teachings of the church are here for you. So don't be looking for scandal. There's plenty of that. It will always be scandal. The Bible says that. But don't use it as an excuse. That's what I'm, I tell men that all the time.
0: Yeah, great, great answer. You know, the other thing that I think is really causing problems in the church right now is division. You got, yeah, you know, if it, I, I, oh, I yeah. make the mistake sometimes of going on Twitter and I see all the, the, the Catholics fighting with each other. <laughs> and it's like, man. Yeah. I, and, and so, yeah. you know, good, good arguments, you know, good. And we should be, you know, arguing and, and disputing things and yeah. uh, trying to hone some of the, you know, the, 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 maybe some of the differences that we have. But, uh, boy, I'll tell you, there is a lot of division in the church these days, isn't there?
4: Absolutely. And there's always was, there always will be division, but you have to, again, we have some bishops and priests who, unfortunately, this is what we need to be doing, praying for those priests and bishops, and even cardinals who are teaching something contrary to what the church teaches. We want, Our Lady of Fatima said, souls are going to hell because no one's there to pray and make sacrifice. I don't judge them. I say this, Father, Bishop, whoever you are, Cardinal, this is the perennial teachings of the church. I'm going to live by them. Your personal opinion doesn't weigh up to what the church teaches. I'm going to pray for you to embrace what the church teaches. So I don't, those scandalous things make me just want to pray more. Here at our Network, we we take two hours every Thursday night to pray for priests before the Blessed Sacrament as a way to pray to help Holy Mother the Church because our priests are under a lot of pressure. And I'm not making excuses for them. I'm just saying they need our prayers more than our negative
0: comments. Yeah, that's for sure. Uh, Terry, just about out of time, uh, a few minutes remaining before the bottom of the hour. This is the good news sure. show. And we're talking about the perseverance in faith North Texas Catholic men's conference 2022. It's going to be Saturday, April 30th. And, uh, I remember a few months ago first talking to the guys about this and it seems so far away, but this is just, uh, uh yeah. a few weeks away. In fact, yeah. uh, less than that. Uh, two weeks from this Saturday is when it's going to be, uh, Annie Hickman, Father Edward Leonard, uh, Terry Barber- Dave Moore uh, will all be there. There also is uh, opportunities for confession. There will be some praise and worship music. There will be, uh, uh, you know, food, I think a lunch and maybe some food for breakfast as well uh adoration i mean you name it it's going to be just a a, a powerful powerful morning and early afternoon I encourage everybody uh, i think they even said uh last time it used to be 18 and up but i think you can bring a younger son i think they said 16 and up if you have a younger son that wants to come sure. uh, he, he's certainly invited with with a father they don't they, the the kids don't come by themselves but if they're with their father uh catholicbrothersforchrist.com catholicbrothersforchrist.com terry i'll give you the last word just maybe a, a minute take a minute or two to to last word of encouragement for guys, and also the wives out there to encourage their husbands uh, to come. What would you say?
4: I would say this. It's Father's Day is not that far from now, Mom. Sign your your husband up for this event, and it will really enhance your marriage. And I would just say it's my gift, because sometimes the guys are harder to get to go to a conference than women. And just, you know, women that are listening right now, yeah, and you'll still get that cheat sheet, tell them to come up. You sign your husband up and say, honey, I love you so much. I want you to go to this men's conference. And I'm telling you, the benefits are out of this world for doing that, mom. And, and that's what I would recommend they do to encourage their husband to be at a wonderful event that will change many men's lives.
0: All right, very good. And uh let's just also put in a a plug for the Bishop Strickland show Fridays at noon here and uh yep. it, it's uh, it's outstanding. I I uh, you know everybody uh, you know everybody loves Thank Bishop you. Strickland, you know, and uh, and he is so solid and he's he's so gentle, but boy, I will tell you, he speaks the truth. Uh, how did I'm just curious, how did he you knows. all connect or what was the connection between you and Bishop Strickland to put that show together?
4: You know, I, I we had something we did, and I can't recall what it was with your Father Joe Fessio from Ignatius Press, who I'm close friends to, and I uh, I don't recall it's been several years, but uh, maybe five, ten years now. But it's it was a long time ago, and we just uh, I just said, you know, Bishop, it'd be nice to have a bishop reading out of the Catechism of the Catholic Church, and your tweets are so irrelevant to our society to have a bishop teach, govern, and sanctify. This seems like it fits your description. He said, let's do it. And that's how (laughs) we did it.
0: (laughs) All right, very good. All right, Terry, we'll see you in a couple (laughs) weeks. Uh, Thanks so much, Terry Barber. He's going to be one of the speakers at the North Texas Catholic Men's Conference uh, coming up Saturday, April 30th. Uh, Please visit CatholicBrothersForChrist.com. The theme is Perseverance in Faith. Thanks so much, Terry. We'll see you soon. Thanks, Dave. All God right. Love you. Love okay, you and don't don't forget if you walk up to him and say, "Hey, I bought my tickets on." All right, you have to have bought them on April 11th, okay? If you buy them today, anytime, he's going to give you that uh, cheat sheet. He said it's worth like 10 bucks, and he's going to bring a bunch of them with him. So uh, get online and buy your tickets. I'll uh, maybe hear from the guys, uh, the leadership of the men's conference later on today and say, boy, there's a big spike in ticket sales today. It was awesome. All right, we're going to take a break. And the CPLC, the Catholic Pro-Life Community, uh, segment of the Good News is coming up next. We are going to be joined in studio. Uh, we got Geraldine Is Annette here also? Okay, Annette. Ned is here, and they also are going to be uh, bringing their, uh, the chairs of the April 30th uh, event. Sue and Tom Chambers, the Bishop's Pro-Life uh, Dinner, is coming up uh, right around the corner. So we're going to have a packed studio here in just a moment. Quick break, and we'll be back. Join the people of St. Jude Parish in Allen on the third Saturday of each month as they hold their 40 Days for Life. Following morning Mass, participants will carpool to the Whole Women's Health Clinic to peacefully pray for an end to abortion and offer Choose Life handouts. Participants will meet up back at St. Jude after about an hour. If you've been looking for a way to further the pro-life cause, this is your chance. Are you a small company needing IT help? Is your computer running slow? Do you need help securing your network? Do you want the peace of mind knowing your computers are running optimally and securely? I'm Charles Gura, a parishioner at St. Catherine of Siena Parish in Kelton, and a sponsor of KATH 910AM. We can be reached at 214-702-6996 or online at pro-multis.com. pro scom We use our talents to help with your technology so you can use your talents to run your business.
4: St. Michael's Catholic Church in Garland and the Knights of Columbus Council 11862 invites all listeners to its 12th annual Leo Whalen Charity Golf Tournament on Sunday, May 15th at 1 p.m. The golf tournament takes place at the Waterview Golf Course in Rowlett with the fajita dinner afterwards. Funds raised during this tournament will support pro-life and pregnancy center ministries, local food pantries, youth ministries, and faith formation support for seminarians. For more information, call Danny at 719-393-3963.
2: Hi, I'm Piper with Ingress Labs. My family and I are parishioners at St. Philip the Apostle Catholic Church in Louisville and are active in several St. Philip ministries. We are proud new sponsors of KATH 910AM. Ingress Labs helps businesses develop and maintain their IT systems. We also identify cybersecurity threats to your business. We're at 469-912-0397. Or you can email help at ingresslabs.com. That's help at I-N-G-R-E-S-S Ingress Labs, the company with the unusual name.
0: Hi, Rudy Carlos here, and you ever just wake up on the wrong side of the bed? Well, start your day off right with us on Catholic Drive Time. This upcoming week, we have some great interviews lined up, as well as Saint of the Day, Gospel of the Day with scriptural commentary, and breaking news and headlines. In our second hour, we have good news, and it doesn't stop. Plus, join us for our game show Fear and Trembling, where prizes are at stake. We stream live Monday through Friday, 6 a.m. to 8 a.m. Central, on the Guadalupe Radio Network. Don't miss it.
1: This Easter holiday, see the movie based on the inspiring true story. Figured it out. I'm
0: going to be a priest.
1: For Halloween. A Father Stu. No one wants to hear the gospel from the mouth of a gangster. Academy Award nominee, Mark Wahlberg. Maybe that's exactly what they need. And Academy Award winner, Mel Gibson. Man don't lose when he gets knocked down, but when won't get up. God ain't giving up on you. Don't you dare go giving up on yourself. When the man comes around. Father Stu. Exclusively in movie theaters April 13th. Rated R. Under 17. Not admitted without parent.
3: This movie contains offensive language.
0: And we are back, and uh, this is the Good News Show here on KTH 910 AM. Wow, I'm getting all choked up. Um, I'm so excited, getting so sentimental and emotional about this next segment. All right, it is the CPLC segment of the Good News Show, and uh, every second uh, Monday of the month we do this, and it's really exciting. We've always had such a strong relationship with the CPLC, and it's great to have the guarantee that they're going to be here uh, at least once a month. And we, we do a whole lot more than that and run spots for them. But uh, anyway, so I want to welcome their... Executive Director, Gerilyn Kaminsky, in studio, along with their Director of Communication, Annette Kearns, and uh, two very special guests, who I'll let them introduce, who are in studio with us. So uh, take it away. So welcome. Good right. to see both of you. Good
5: afternoon. Thanks right. for having us. It's a pleasure to be here. Well, we want to start off by introducing uh, Tom and Sue Chambers.
6: Actually, if I could interrupt,
5: um, I just want to
6: make a quick announcement that um, a great start to our Holy Week was that we had a sidewalk save this morning oh, wow. at the McKinney uh, Whole Women's Health Center, and um, we just always get excited when we when we save babies. So um, just wanted to give a quick shout-out to Paul Borchard out there. He's our sidewalk counselor, and uh, he just completed a 40 Days for Life um, spring v- uh, prayer vigil out there. So, you know, the Holy Spirit's Spirit is out there, obviously. This is a good sign that... Um, Things are happening out there. And so all the people that were involved with um, the 40 Days Prayer prayer Vigil, uh, just know that um, the Holy Spirit is out there and working through all of us. So uh, uh, just very happy to announce that we have one save this morning.
5: And and thank you for bringing that up. And we did send out a a message to all of our uh, supporters and uh, to our staff that we stop and pray when there is a sidewalk save, we pray. So Mm -hmm. we're praying for this mother we're calling her D. And so, if your listeners, Dave, uh, and all of all, everyone hearing this will pray for her and her decision to choose life. And we are so grateful for the uh, Catholic maternity homes and pregnancy resource centers here in Dallas that. Uh, that, that walk with us and walk with the moms in need as part of the USCCB's program, Walking with Moms in Need, so that this person who just chose life today can go to a home and and, and experience her pregnancy with assistance and uh, and get her material needs met and things like that. Mm-hmm. So prayer yeah. is important, but wow, yeah. it's not a coincidence, is it, Annette, no, that it is not. the day after the 40 days for life, mm-hmm. first thing this mm-hmm. morning. So praise God. Yes. Yes. Okay, we'll, so. we'll take
6: it away then. (laughs) Well, okay, so I wanted to introduce um, our honorary chairs for our uh, 29th annual Bishop's Pro-Life Dinner, which is going to be April 30th. Um, Tom and Sue Chambers. Welcome, Tom and Sue. Nice to have you here.
7: Thanks, Annette. We're pleased to be here.
6: And we are so thrilled to have you as as our honorary chairs. Um, and I must say, uh, you guys have hit the ground running. You have helped in so many ways, and truly are are um, um, just doing everything you can. And we so appreciate that. I just I have such a great exciting feeling about this uh, this dinner coming up in a couple of weeks. So, and you're a big part of that. So, um, just to just to tell our listeners here, um, give us a little background. on. I know you've been pro-life for a long time. And what actually prompted you to be uh, to get into the pro-life movement?
7: Well, uh, Sue says, well, you talk first. And I said, <laughs> <laughs> so we've been involved with the pro-life movement. We started out in Houston, and we've been involved with pro-life for, oh, over the last 20 years. We were down in Houston, there was an organization called the Foundation for Life, which we were on the board of and and Sue had chaired uh, just a innumerable number of of uh, fundraising dinners for them over the years and you know and and pro life is is very near and dear to our house. I'll let Sue tell you a little bit how we got involved, but we have seven- seven children okay, mm-hmm. and we have seven grandchildren. But one of those children we lost as a young girl. Uh, she was only two and a half years old. So, you know, life is very precious to us. Um, the other thing which you might not know, and I know you guys know, uh, but our listeners won't know, is is the fact that Sue was adopted. And, um, you know, her mother made the courageous choice way back when to keep her baby. You know, without that one choice we wouldn't be here today sitting here. Mm -hmm. We wouldn't be the the chairs of of the event. We wouldn't, you know, Mm -hmm. life would be totally different, you know, and and one decision changes lives. And that's why we're so very glad to be chairs of of this event because, one, we can get all these people together and and they can recognize the fact that one decision changes lives. Mm-hmm. So I'll let Sue tell you a little bit about how we, uh, how she got involved the very first time that, that she got involved.
8: Well, as with a lot of things um, that you get involved in, it's usually through friends. Mm-hmm. And um, I had a friend that purchased a table and said, uh, you need to come to the dinner and and be there. And that night, what, I, you know, I'm not all that a big fan of like going to hear speakers all the time. I wasn't, you know, but it was wonderful. It was wonderful. Mm-hmm. And so, um, you know, I encourage everybody to attend um, things and and follow your friends, especially mm-hmm. if they're um, friends with strong faith. And, um, you know, it's, it's a life-changing event. Um, you know, I, I truly believe in divine providence, and I believe that, Wherever you are, at any moment in your life, God has meant for you to be there. And when you're at some of these events and dinners, you're meant to hear what's being presented. And you never know when something is going to touch your life or change your life. And so I've been lucky enough to be a part of the people who have been involved with the pro-life movement. And they're some of the most wonderful people that I've met. I also am very excited to share that we have a musical guest who is a very dear friend of mine, Jamie Teaton, coming uh, <laughs> to perform at our dinner. And I met and that's how I met Jamie, when I was chairing an event, and I was looking for something to add to our event as something special, and I came across her song. Uh, My Chance on uh, LifeSite News and brought her in to sing and the rest is kind of history. We have stayed um, in touch and she's an amazing, wonderful performer. So you don't want to miss her at our event. Yeah, we're very excited to have her. Um, She's coming in from
6: Idaho? Twin Falls, Idaho. Twin Falls, Idaho, yes. And, um, the last time we were here, um, doing this segment, we had not announced, um, a couple of our special guests. So we, we did announce that Dave Moore will be giving his pro-life testimony for the first time in public. Um, and we also have, uh, we're very excited to say, um, Archbishop Joseph Nauman from uh, the Archdiocese of Kansas City, Kansas. And he is the, uh, he has just uh, rolled off as being the USCCB uh, chairman of the Pro Life Activities Committee. And he is a wonderful speaker. Um, he's he's kind of uh, just real about things, and he's uh, he's in a difficult state as far as pro life and very active. Meaning and, Kansas. Meaning Kansas. Yes, <laughs> the, yes <laughs> difficult state. Yes, yes, Kansas. Yes. Sorry, a
5: difficult state. <laughs> <laughs> we not practice
6: that.
4: <laughs> and
6: uh, he has spoken at a couple of. Um, Pro-life leaders uh, conferences that uh, that we've attended, Geraldine and I have attended, mm-hmm. and uh, very inspiring. And I, I just am very anxious to hear his message. And and I know that the room will just be uh, so inspired by his words. We also, um, you know, are very happy to have Jamie come, and uh, she's going to sing some songs and and just share some, um, you know, just her her lovely way of of praise and worship and and, uh, her beautiful voice. And And her passion for life. Passion for life. Yes, exactly. So we're very excited. So uh, it's a good lineup, and we are so excited. Um, We definitely want people to make some reservations and and claim their spot because it's going to be a great event. the one thing about this dinner is um a lot of people are thinking well you know why should i attend pro life is has has won you know oh, in, oh, in the oh, summer right you know, in the, but, in uh-huh. the summer mm-hmm. the the supreme court's gonna uh they're gonna <clears throat> overturn roe v wade and our work is done but not actually true. it's not it's it's really um I won't say just beginning, um, but it's it's things are changing in the environment. And, we're not
5: we're not there yet, and we're we are not. not
6: there yet. And you know, Bishop Burns has said that in a couple of um, events that we've been at. You know, we are not there yet, mm-hmm. and um, you know, it's very obvious in our um, in our landscape, uh, in our in our country right now. There's so many things um, going on that you just you just have to sit back and go, "Wow, is this really happening?" and um, even though, you know, abortion in Texas, if, if Roe v. Wade is overturned, abortion in Texas will be illegal, but there's other things that are going on. We have the chemical abortion pills, which is, right. you know, becoming the, the premier way of, of having an abortion. Right. And, you know, and of course, all of those people who have had abortions, they're, they're still looking for healing, and we will be, um, we will be there for them we will be there for their for their healing and and um um so
5: you know there's a lot to be done so we invite we invite people so. to come on April mm-hmm. 30th to the Renaissance yeah. Hotel in Addison Dallas mm-hmm. and join us for the 29th annual Bishop's pro life mm-hmm. uh dinner event and it's it's important for us to gather it's important for us to pray in this time uh especially you know as we talk about it this week you know it's the beginning of holy week we mm-hmm. had a save uh, life saved today and and our work is not done so so with 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 the listeners coming and supporting we can continue doing what we do and be able to save more lives
6: and uh sue and tom one one last thing um what would your message be to our listeners out there about this dinner
5: <laughs> or two messages well, <laughs> 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 there's
6: so many messages but what would be the most important starts.
8: Um, well, we'd love for you to join us. Um, we'd love for you to be able to hear all the wonderful things that are going to be said. We'd love to uh, be gathered in person as as a group, as we've not been able to do. Um, and um, I would just encourage you to to come because... It's just a wonderful experience we're just ex 're just really excited to be part of it mm-hmm. and very honored to be asked to be the chairs for this special. It is the largest pro life dinner in the state of Texas, and we're just you know really honored to be involved with it
4: mm-hmm.
7: you know, and I will echo a little bit of what Annette and uh, Gerilyn said you know this I look at it as a new chapter um you know with what 's going on in in the courts and where we might be, but it 's a new chapter and and it 's a different challenge uh, and a new challenge, and so we can 't let our guard down the minute we let our guard down, things go back and they revert and so you know i 'm really excited to be to be a part of this and as Sue said, you know, grab a friend, bring a friend um, that 's how people get involved
4: it truly hear is. the message. Mm-hmm
7: hear the message you know it's going to be there's going to be a tremendous amount of energy in the room um and and you there's there's no um you, you if you're not there you kind of miss you know so you've got to be there in person you've got to hear it you've got to feel the energy you've got to you know, you feel the belief and, and those who are around you who share that belief. So, you know, our work is just going. We're just getting going and and we're excited and, and we're so happy to that we've been asked to uh, co chair this and uh uh we're excited for the thirtieth.
6: Well we sure appreciate it and all you're doing. Um and you know, not just for us but in you know, pro life in general. I know you're active in a lot of other things. So we're very we're very excited to to have you and uh, very thankful.
5: We're so glad you're part of the CPLC. Oh, well, thank yes, you. Team. We're
7: we we are proud to be a part of the team.
8: Well, and I also want to uh, tell everybody that this event is very important for the Catholic pro-life community because it is our major fundraiser. It supports the work that they do all year long, and what they do is very important. Pro-life is not just about abortion, but about so much more than that. So if you haven't um, heard speakers about it, um, come and join us on April 30th.
7: You'll enjoy it. You have fun as well.
8: Thank
5: you both. We're yes. so glad you're here with us today.
8: Thank you. Well,
5: you know, and, and as you
6: said, you know, our work isn't done. And, um, you know, just to be exposed to um, some of the issues and and. You know, we 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 are celebrating life, but knowing that there's more there's more work that we need to do. Um, you know, we talked a little bit about some of the things that are going on. You know, outside in the outside environment, as far as pro life, and one thing I wanted to just bring up a little bit um, is uh, at the end of March was the 17th anniversary of um, the death of Terry Schiavo, and. You know, seventeen years ago, um, at the time, you know everybody everybody was up in arms. You know how how the the country really
5: was kind of tell tell the listeners if they haven't heard about the the whole story if they don't remember maybe seventeen years ago. Terry
6: was um, she was a vibrant young woman. Um, She suffered a, a, a an injury at home and it left her unable to swallow, so she was in need of a feeding tube. And, um, you know, there was a long court battle that ensued between Terry's family and her husband, and it resulted in – oh this this was like five years this went on. It was a very long time. Um, And it resulted in a circuit judge basically sentencing Terry to death by uh, removing her feeding tube, and it it dehydrated her and it starved her. And, you know, Terry's life ended, but – it sure opened the door for discussion about how we can care for people who can't speak for themselves, and you know that's that's very much a pro-life um, issue. Absolutely,
5: you know? that's what it's all about: is to be able to speak to the, speak for the vulnerable.
6: Mm-hmm. And you know, at the time, uh, Pope John Paul was was uh, oh, yes. was the Pope, yes. and he was very clear. You know, he said the administration of food and water, even when provided by artificial means. Should be considered morally obli- uh, obligatory as long as it provides nourishment and alleviates suffering for such patients, and uh, it was just a heartbreaking story, uh, Terry Schiavo's story. And,
5: and everybody got involved. Uh, mm-hmm. Political leaders got involved too, mm-hmm. for life, for yeah. saving her life. The yeah. Pope got involved, and now we fast forward seventeen years and mm-hmm. look at everything else that's mm-hmm. happening. Yeah.
6: So, you know, we look at situations like in Oregon. You know, they dropped the residency requirement for assisted suicide, which allows doctors to prescribe lethal drugs to people outside the, the borders of, of their state. Um, and then, you know, as we know, 10 other states, and I don't have them offhand, but 10 other states have assisted suicide uh, laws in place. And uh, obviously more than 63 million babies have been aborted um, in the united states and you know in most states abortion bills can be atta- obtained through the mail that's uh luckily here in texas we had a law that would that that um disallows that but uh, but that's very much uh, a situation in a lot of states
5: right and you look at colorado um mm-hmm. Didn't the governor just sign a bill into uh, effect that would codify a woman's right to abortion? And could, uh, yeah. No matter what happens with this Dobbs case, right, right. and other states are following that. Mm-hmm. Uh, and when we talked about the state of Kansas, they are doing all they can to uh, keep abortion within their state. That would not nu- it would nullify any other laws or precedents that had been set uh, set yeah. in their in their state.
6: I mean, they're scared. The the you know, abortion activists, they're scared because, um, you know, it's looking very positive that, that Roe v. Wade will be overturned. So they're all scrambling to put laws in place and, uh, you know, to be able to adapt to it. I mean, Congress is trying to, you know, desperately codify abortion rights um, before the before the court ruling Um you know, before it goes back to the states. Absolutely.
5: And I just want to bring up, uh, we talked about Father, excuse me, Archbishop Joseph Nauman, who was the past chair of the uh, United States Conference of Catholic Bishops Committee on Pro-Life Activities. Mm -hmm. Uh, uh, Archbishop Lori from Baltimore is the current chairman. And just last week, he sent a letter to all of the senators. And I'm just going to read just a very short portion of this. Uh, He's saying... uh, the USCCB remains gravely concerned about continued efforts to expand taxpayer funding of abortion. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he's saying it's, it's in the USCCB will oppose any bill that expands taxpayer funding of abortion, including any appropriations bills. And that's mm-hmm. exactly what's going on. Uh, you know, let's eliminate they're, – they're trying to eliminate the Hyde Amendment. They're trying to do all of that. And very strongly – it's a three-page letter I have to share with you. It's a three-page letter speaking very strongly because if we as Catholics do not speak up for this for life – on all terms, who's mm-hmm. going to? Things have mm-hmm. changed so much when people were standing outside and having prayer vigils for Terry Shivo and, and mm-hmm. what's happening now. We're not there yet. We're actually going yeah. in the wrong direction. Yeah, exactly. So, you know, the answer is always prayer.
6: Prayer is so powerful. I mean, we see that at the sidewalks, but, you know, we need prayers. And, you know, this is, um, this is uh, Holy Week, and this Friday we want to invite everyone Uh, We're back out at the sidewalk for our annual Stations of the Cross uh, prayer vigil. And we're going to say the Pro-Life Stations of the Cross, the Chaplet of Divine Mercy, and the Sorrowful Mysteries of the Rosary.
5: We will have— And that's Good Friday. That's Good Friday. 12 o'clock noon in two locations. Mm
6: -hmm. We will be in English. It will be at Southwestern Abortion Facility, which is at 8616 Greenville Avenue. Uh, We will also be at Planned Parenthood in South Dallas. Um, and in Spanish, so please make you know make it a an hour that you can come out at noon and be part of this. It's really powerful. We- and if
5: I could share what happened last year, mm-hmm. yeah, keep in mind we were just coming out of COVID, or maybe it was there, you know, whatever. There were oh lots of people. the The Stations of the Cross was being led, and uh, our, our sidewalk counselors were there, continuing to do what they do because there were abortions. On Good Friday, they don't just stop because it's Holy Week, sadly. And uh, a, a woman told us that she prayed out loud to God and just said, if I'm not supposed to do this, would you give me a sign? And she said she rounded the corner and there were a 100 signs. And I don't mean a physical cardboard sign. I mean human beings, brothers and sisters in Christ, standing on the sidewalk praying, and she felt like that was her sign those were her signs from the Lord, and she decided to keep her baby mm-hmm. to give life to this to this to this mm-hmm. baby In one within hour her.
6: yeah, one hour of prayer out there, and it was a beautiful story um, you know that's what we do and and it's great I, I just really wholeheartedly want to invite everybody to either come to to one or the other location and just be there for an hour, and um, you know it it will make all the difference
5: and what a uh, what a beautiful expression of our faith mm-hmm. uh, most uh, churches parishes will be having something for Good Friday, but take the time for an hour from twelve to one and go to either location and what we what we would love to do is encourage families to come, uh, my family and I have been going out there for years there's there's babies in strollers and and and, mm-hmm. and and some of our older people may be coming uh as well. Bring everybody, bring a chair if you can 't stand, but it is one mm-hmm. hour and what a beautiful way to uh to reflect on the passion of our lord mm-hmm.
6: great well, thank you again for listening to us um uh, we hope you'll, we'll see you on the thirtieth. Um, if not, at Good Friday Stations of the Cross. And again, Dave, thank you so much for giving us this opportunity to share some of the some of the work that we do. We yeah, thank it. you
0: very much for all of you coming in. And to get to get your tickets or more information about everything that they, you guys have talked about, prolifedallas.org. Right? Correct. All right, prolifedallas.org. Very nice to meet uh, you, Sue and Tom Chambers. Glad you're uh, here and not in Houston any longer. <laughs> thank <Okay>. you. <laughs> we appreciate that. <laughs> we got a station down there. I don't know if you're involved in fourteen thirty, but there's always a fun little rivalry between all the, the GRN networks, right. but uh, we're glad we got you. And uh, uh, thanks Annette, and also Geraldyn, thank you as well. Sissel, thank you, and uh, Diane Xavier was here before as well. Terry Barber, and uh, yeah, so the 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 two events, uh, I'm going to be at both of them, uh, and the men's conference in the morning, go to CatholicBrothersForChrist.com, and then in the evening, uh, make plans to be at the Bishops, the, 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 the 29th Annual Bishops Pro-Life Dinner, benefiting the CPL Catholic Pro-Life community and for that go to ProLifeDallas.org. And so that's going to do it for the uh, Good News Show. We'll see you next Monday, God willing. Have a wonderful, wonderful uh, Holy Week, Triduum, and Easter celebration. God bless you. Thanks for listening.
1: Thanks for joining us for the Good News Show here on KATH 9 10 a.m. on the Guadalupe Radio Network. Please join us next week at the same time for the next Good News Show.
0: Join Catholic Charities Fort Worth for its 2022 Women's Empowerment Summit, an exclusive all-day event to uplift and amplify the voices and power of women. The conference will be held at the Hearst Convention Center on Thursday, April 28th from 8 a.m. to 5 p.m. This event will include incredible speakers, networking opportunities, and a cocktail mix and mingle. The event will highlight Catholic Charities Fort Worth anti-poverty efforts and share tools and techniques to thrive in a professional career while maintaining a strong work-life balance. To purchase tickets, visit CatholicCharitiesFortWorth.org.
8: Looking for a career move where you can put your faith into action as you build relationships within your local community? Decided Excellence Catholic Media is one of the fastest growing private media companies in North America. We are seeking media, marketing, and sales professionals who want to join our team to produce exclusive, faith-filled magazines that support local businesses. To learn more about Decided Excellence Catholic Media, please visit DecidedExcellence.com. That's DecidedExcellence.com.